0: This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. It's Eric Williams, and holy cow, I am honored uh, by the, the gentlemen that are sitting in front of me. It's Executive Director Soup right now. I've got Executive Director of SOS, Mr. Seth Ehrlich. Hi. Hi, how are you, Eric? <laughs> I'm super. How are you, buddy? Great to see you. I'm good. It's always good to see you. And then, uh, oh, shoot, I'm do no, it, do it, brazzo, <laughs> orringin, Orritiner. That's exactly what I just said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brazzo. It's uh, always good to have you here. Executive director of my future pathways, VVP uh, board member, good friend. You're a good friend too. I didn't mean to like
1: qualify that, but welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm excited, man. I'm
0: excited, too. We've been uh, chatting just a little bit. We uh, shared a meal together, and now we wanted to get some of these thoughts down and share them with everyone else. You two both work in organizations that very much serve this community, and uh, our conversations talked a lot about Upstream. Our conversations went to mental health. But, Seth, I'm going to turn to you and let you kind of talk about this idea uh, that we are doing a lot in this community, but there is so much more that we can do. Just take me to where you want to go because uh, I'm really excited about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So SOS Outreach, we're a youth mentoring organization and work with kids fourth through twelfth grade and now beyond. Uh, biggest thing is for us is we use the power of the outdoors, so, so skiing and snowboarding predominantly, to connect adults to kids and connect kids with each other and really build the community. And when, uh, Eric, I reached out to you, I mean, a lot of the things that I've been thinking about, I mean, our, our community is facing, it's a mental health crisis. And there are so many communities across the country who are really facing significant challenges with mental health. And I just connected that to what happens in our programs. And the most powerful thing, if you take a step back from what we do, is fostering a sense of belonging. And it's a real space where kids can show up as they are and know that they're supported and they have people who they can call and reach out to. And when I think about, you know, upstream or downstream, you know, it's how much work can we do downstream? How much work can we do where people, you know, everybody in this community deserves to belong and that really is a a high functioning community. And I'm just really focused in on let's do it. Yeah, Let's scale this up. Let's create it um, because everybody deserves to belong. And we're working with 500 kids here in Eagle County, 3,200 across 15 communities. And a lot of our kids are don't have a space otherwise.
0: I like that. I mean, I don't like that they don't have a space otherwise, but uh, I appreciate your definition right there. Give me, Bratzo, as we're going to talk about this idea of belonging, to, I mean, Seth, defined find a little bit right there. But uh, from your perspective in this community, what does the idea of belonging mean? What does it look like on a ground level?
1: Well, very interesting because I work with a mostly need population, let's say, because of the Latino population in the valley, which is represents almost fifty percent. If you go and look into the um, data from the school district, sure. you know, if you go fifty
0: four percent in Eagle yeah. County schools right now, yeah.
1: Yeah. and the county I think is around 33, 34 mm-hmm. as a as a whole. So you know, the, the sense of belonging. You come in with a different culture. You have it with a different language. You come in with a different challenges, social economical challenges, a lot of disparities, uh, you know. And and you come here and you call this home, and but you present with a different challenges. So the sense of belonging is real in that in that regard. How we breach those communities uh, and what opportunities we bring to our youth. That's where we work really hard to to create opportunities, to create hope, and uh, and to elevate. The performance because a lot of times the Latinos are the low achievers, the low performing, and and you see it, it is data that I'm talking about here, you know. Uh, So, and then of course, you have the high, you have the amazing stories, and why not? But as a status quo, as a volume, we still have an issue there, you know, elevated. Plus, with that, you add um, all these disparities, all the needs, all these other pieces, and, and it's tough to live in this valley because. The cost of living, the weather is changing, it's yeah. crazy. The opportunity gap is real. What is these kids are going to do if they don't have a budget, if they cannot go to the mountain? And then there we come, you know, cool organizations and really, you know, uh, pull, their, pull their, their sleeves and really work <laughs> together. And I, that's what I love and respect so much of Seth and you, of course, uh, because we look into creative solutions and we put bureaucracy aside, I think that's
0: a cool thing. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't always happen in every community, and uh, it doesn't always happen in this community, but uh, but I think for the most part, we are really good about that, about putting bureaucracy aside. Tell me about some of the initiatives that SOS is doing now to do belonging, and I'm really, obviously, excited about yeah. uh, all the workforce initiatives you guys are doing with students.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we are focused on creating a space. We started out as a one-day program, then a five-day program, then a five-year program, And now we're working with kids through fourth grade, through high school graduation and beyond. And it is all about responding to kids who are saying, what's next? And I really enjoy it. This is a part of who I am. And so the biggest transition uh, or the biggest phases that we have is it's a mentor-based program for fourth through ninth grade. So really supporting kids through the most challenging transition years that they have. That
0: What? Transition. Middle school so easy. What are you talking about?
2: Uh, <laughs> to, uh, uh, anybody who has middle school kids out there, or if you have young ones, just prepare yourself because the transition from elementary to middle and middle to high is the most challenging it's ever been. And when you incorporate social media, it's unbelievable. What our kids are experiencing now, they're not all right. Yeah. And so our mentor program goes through ninth grade. And then Uh, 10th through 12th, they become junior mentors. So they're the ones delivering the curriculum to those just starting out. And what we started uh, last year here in Eagle County is um, a... A career program. So now high school juniors, seniors, and first year out of high school are enrolling in a seven-week program where we're connecting to careers in the outdoor industry. Uh, starts with two weeks of classroom experience, how to interview, what to wear, how to present yourself on social media, so that they are able to show up with their full talents. And to Brazzo's comment earlier about the achievement gap, this is where the career development program really comes in for us, and particularly that two-week classroom. The, the talent is equal. Like, talent is equally distributed. What is so challenging is that the opportunity is not. And the hardest thing that I go through in my life is when I get a download after the scholarship interview or after the job interview, and they're like, they didn't show up. Yeah. And it's like, well, they've also never walked in this door before. Yeah. They have no idea what this is. And so we're really working on those hard skills to connect kids to the talent that they have so that they can really thrive and the opportunities are available to them. That's awesome. I absolutely love that.
0: I'm turning towards you, uh, Bratzo, just because it's nice to go back and forth, it's like a nice tennis match. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and I don't want to use you as just the representative of the Latino uh, culture. And I assume that uh, in your life that happens quite a bit. Because, and if I'm putting you out there on the spot a little bit. But you are one who came here a long time ago from a different country. You have found a sense of belonging in this place. What did you do? How did you? How did your journey? Uh, you know, how do you continuing to share that with people? Because it seems like you've made it to the place where you can belong in. I've seen you with the Hispanic groups. I've seen you with riding motorbikes. I saw you when we were having lunch, just chatting with all the CEOs and execs. I mean, you can bounce around like that. Uh, what, what did it take to get that sense of belonging? I guess luck, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the right podcast answer. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this is. You know, I, should, I play poker, too. You know, I uh, you <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, serendipity for sure. And, and have... This Bali really opened the opportunity for me to follow my passions and my love and also show it to me. You know, I, I got amazing people, ama- amazing mentors during my um, my career, let's say, uh, then helped me discover my gifts. So for me, it's, a, it's been a, a, a very fun experience, but very serendipitous. Yes. You know? And I was, I always have the desire to be an entrepreneur, uh entrepreneur. I started business, I wanted to make money, I wanted to be in a place where I can have fun. I always have this uh, interest on adrenaline, you know, it just, you know, fits my fuel and I was competitive and have a good time. And through sports, I really connect to the community. Yeah. For me, it was sports, and this is such a vibrant community in that regard, but you start, you know, if you don't work two or three jobs, I still work three jobs. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can put the title aside and, you know, you, I'm still grinding like everybody else. You know, um, the thing is, I'm lucky enough to be in a position that I can see things. I can see things and I can maybe advocate a few times and, uh, and also learn tons. So that that open doors.
0: That's awesome. I don't want to go back to the sport because I think that's so important that uh, connecting people through sport, but I want to ask you too, as one who, you know, did build through that serendipitous time, is the valley the same as when you built through? Do students have the same opportunity to belong? Are you seeing that change or, or do you think if you were to come in now, you'd have the same pathway that you that you had 15, 18, 20 years ago?
1: yes and no so I will say yeah very very clear right (laughs) so I'll say yes you know if I can come in again I think I can probably do this follow the same path which was a fun path too so it's opportunities there but now the cost is increased tremendously so that's that change. So that's a no. Because if you want to come in and buy a place and rent a place, you know, you're talking about big numbers. You have to start, you go, have to go outside and dig in and work your tail off. And then what do you do? What do you do for fun? You cannot pay a ski pass, you cannot buy a $7,000 mountain bike or a dirt yeah. bike or toys, you know? And so what do you do? You just work. Right. You just work to maintain, to say, all right, I do live here, but I don't enjoy it, yeah. right? Yeah. Or I enjoy very little. And it becomes. A weird energy in that regard. Because mm-hmm. you just, you try to thrive, but it's so hard to thrive and have peace. You feel guilty, man, if you don't have you have too much time off. You know? Yeah. You know, you feel guilty. Well, at least I'm talking through my personal experience. You know, I mean, Oh, I have time? That means I'm not trying hard. Mm-hmm. And what about playing? What about enjoying life? Life, you know, tick-tock, tick-tock. You're losing a minute, you know? <laughs> so it's a very interesting thing. Our kids are coming with the promise of, okay... My family have nothing in Mexico, let's say, because we have a big migration from Mexico, and uh, and they have to come in and, and grind. And the kids are unattended, you know. Some issues come in there. They don't see the value of education. Yeah. You know, I I take you to my job and I I give you my trade. That's my heritage. You know, yes. I mean, I give you my the gift of showing you how to make an extra buck. But then you put. Education in the second in the second level. And that's what we're trying to do at, at My Future Pathways, just to kind of level the paradigm. They're both important. You have to have a hard work. Education elevates the game. It's not the only answer. But networking and opportunity and, you know, I mean, working through that opportunity gap, like talking to philosophical, having philosophical questions, you know. Like, people don't think that way. Kids don't think that way. And yeah. it's easy to maintain him content with little. You know, but, you know, we're trying to challenge, create soft skills and... And build up the, the sense of greed. And we do that through opportunity. We open opportunities. We say, you know, this is what you can do. Yeah. And one of our strategies has been cool because we hired a lot of uh, successful Latino kids. Then they graduate from college and they're working with us. So that mirroring effect is really working for us too. So people can see, oh, I can... I can kick that ceiling, you know. I mean, yeah. I can go ahead a little bit more. Yeah. And the community is becoming more welcoming in very, in a lot of regards, you know. Yeah. So I think that's a positive change.
0: Yeah. See, being able to see yourself, in, you know, in someone else, but also in that position. We're both just sitting here, just like listening to Brazo talk. Isn't it nice? <laughs>
2: Tell me about the. No, I, I, I mean, I mean <laughs> no. It, you, your question, though, it's not confusing because I I, I I was just thinking about myself. Like, yeah, if we were my, to come- my my my. Girlfriend of the time now wife. We gave up everything. We had a car with a U-Haul on the back, showed up here eighteen years ago, found a place to rent. Like we were able to work. I mean, I made eleven bucks an hour when I landed out here working front desk and we could still go camping on the weekend and pay for the roommate, like the room that we were renting, and still do that. Like you can't do that now. Yeah. And that is a really challenging space. So as you talk about like that sense of belonging, like you don't to Brazzo's point, like The grind that's needed to get started in this community is off the charts. And that prevents you from being able to do drinks, do dinner, do whatever it is. Go camping for a weekend. Like you're juggling however many jobs it is just to survive.
0: So I'm giving you a magic wand right now. What, how, if we're waving this magic wand in this community, I mean, there's so many different solutions that we've talked about, but uh, in terms of the sense of belonging, in terms of the mental health, I mean, mentoring is something that SOS yeah. has been invested in for so long. Is that the answer? Is that the golden ticket?
2: Well, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm not squandering my magic wand, please. so I'm going to go down here first. The opportunity is that is for everybody in the community to answer the phone to be available and to connect yeah. like what Bratso is talking about. Like there is such amazing individuals and talent and otherwise, and it's how do you just see the people who are in the community and really just connect with them. And, and that's like, it, I don't know if that's squandering the magic wand, but I mean, there's a lot of other issues associated with it, but like if we all are able to step forward in that space and it really is, I mean, mentoring may be a component of that, but there's just, you know, Brazzo bringing people up and working in the organization. We've been able to do that with our volunteers and mentors, like having graduates who are able to come back full circle and creating spaces for them to then work with us and then work in organizations. Like it's the most powerful thing, but you have to shift your thinking.
0: Yep. There's people out there uh, listening to this podcast right now going, that's an awesome thing for Brazzo to be doing that because he's the executive director of My Future Pathways, and I'm Seth, that's Seth's job to be taking care of these students. That's what uh, – he gets paid the big bucks. I'm saying that with a big smile on my face as we're nonprofit people. Uh, but uh, – but how does the you know Joe Regular out there listening to the podcast? how do they say, "Oh, great, those people are doing they're doing their belonging, but you're telling me that it's the entire community that needs to get along. So what's a tangible step that these people can take? None of this, by the way, for all of you out there in podcast land has been uh, I didn't ask him any of these questions in advance. I'm putting these guys on the Hang spot. On, I wrote this down somewhere
2: oh, <laughs> I mean but this is critical for all of us. Like who's going to work any of the jobs that are here? Yeah who's going to, like, how do we have a community that's viable in 5, 10, 25 years ahead? You know, and so it, it is really, like, if you're a small business owner, if you are an employee who wants to have other people to work with so that you're not doing the jobs of three people, mm-hmm. this is really critical to do. And, and so this doesn't mean go out tonight and host a block party, community dinner, that's great if you want to do that. It's even more fundamental than that of just really connecting people into the positions. And if you're not reaching out and then answering when people are available, it's not going to happen. And our community, it's a big challenge that happens. And we're seeing the serious negative, I mean, the high suicide rate, the mental health crises that we're experiencing is the very far end of the spectrum but there's a lot of steps that we're seeing ahead of that yeah. that are real challenges to our but the, the the employment we have negative employment whoever wants a job can have a job and they can have seven yeah
0: yeah you need a heartbeat Yes, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and that's just about it, uh, yeah. right now. Um, keep rolling on the magic wand uh, in terms of belonging. If you wouldn't mind answering that same question for you, right. and I know in yours is could come in from a little bit of a different perspective as well. But...
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I agree a hundred percent with um, with Seth. You know that entry level job I'm, I'm getting into the one in a no, 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 that's but uh, the <laughs> entry level jobs are, are tough here because you, you know the high cost of living yeah. so who is going to take care of our industry uh, are we driving our community away from those jobs because we also need mid level and high level jobs because our kids want to come back or they want to graduate from college or those are real challenges, you know what, who is going to take care of what positions? Yes. Uh, so I will say if I have a magic wand and I can turn around, I will say maybe uh, change the personal commitment in some of our youth, you know I mean, hopefully Ooh. they can learn, great everybody time so you can have that internal fight, that internal uh, desire to figure out what is the best decision and maybe don't follow that traditional route and go to college. You know, that, that's going to sound crazy because I, I promote college scholarships. <laughs> but, but, you know, college is not the only solution for everybody. You were t- we were talking about, the yeah. you know, career-wise and, you know, getting all these kids to internships and discovered workforce and grow within and, and save... A crazy bill from a big college you know yeah. because that's what it's supposed to be you know um so the personal commitment then get people get into the right mindset i think we, we have a crisis on soft skills right now in our youth uh you know to the point of seth was bringing on social media and all those things we're losing our ability to interact to be social to do public speaking to have that confidence and you know kids are kids that's what you we were saying middle school
0: yeah
1: how hard is You know, being knocked on your feet when you have no tools to reply or to come back to your feet. And that's bullying. And it's bullying in a funny way, you know, uh, or is, but kids are rough, man. Kids are rough. All
0: that transition stuff.
1: Yeah. And then you, one day you belong and you have friends and you're happy. And the next day, somebody don't want to talk to you and life is horrible. You know, those are all the soft skills that I will want to see investing in. I have kids, man. I want my kids to be happy people. Yeah. You know? We talked about
0: that transfer, that moving. F- you wanted to be happy too.
2: No. It, it, I mean, the, you're, you're talking about the soft skills. I mean, that's, that's what is – I mean, it, it, it's, it's critical. Yeah. Because as we've seen with ChatGPT alone, hard skills are 100% replaceable. 100% replaceable. And, 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 and so if you think that you can just sit at home and do this hard skill you learn – you are replaceable what is not replaceable is how do you connect that hard skill with other people and how do you really build relationships and it, it all connects into what we're doing i mean that that our whole economy has shifted and if we're not catching up to it we're all gonna be left behind
1: do you think there's hope in there in that environment do you I, think we're gonna be able to fight the artificial intelligence and and <laughs> uh, and, and social media <laughs>
2: I, I, Yes, because of what we're talking about here. I mean, the three of us sitting around this table right now. And I mean, there is such power in that community and connection that cannot be replicated. And even more so now it matters. And so I actually like my magic wand would be because that we use the power of this community and really live in a place where everyone has what they need to thrive and the advantage is, like, this is not a big magic wand thing because it's possible. Yeah. We have more resources than most communities have. And there's not a massive influx of need. Like, we know how many people are hungry. We know how many people are challenged with housing. Like, we know all of these things are defined. It's not a city where people are coming in and out all the time. Yeah. Like, we can do that.
1: And the numbers are not that crazy. We're not They're dealing not with, crazy. yeah, we're not dealing with city. CD- No. Big, massive, you know, millions of people. How many people live here? 55? Yeah, right around there. Around there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This I, I love this, sitting around this table with stuff like this. I've heard some great lessons that I want to take home. One that I heard from you, Seth, which you were telling me was take off the blinders, I think, just a little bit. But that's everyone in the community. And it is like we we get so ingrained in our own paths and we just take, I'm going to do this, I'm going to hit this grocery store and this and this. But you're telling me, look and see those other people that are around beside me, You know whether they look like me or not, and reach out to them in some way, even if it's just small. I appreciate that. And I think that's something that everyone can do and should do in this community. And I I always learn so much from you, Brato, about uh, this community and about the way, the, the way that, uh, that you came into this community and the way that you still come into this community. I wanted to turn back because I know that you work closely and sit on boards with Vail Health and Mental Health, and as we're, we're closing out on this, you asked him if there's hope. But you're the one who's looking at some of the data right there with some of our students and some of the things, and I wanted to ask you the same question. Is there hope?
1: I think absolutely. We're working to build that hope. I mean, I almost want to change the vision statement of my future pathway because when you open opportunities for kids and you show them that certain things are tangible and obtainable, then it's hope because you can see it. You you can see it. So we need to model that. And we live in such a crazy time with such a divisive uh, parts of the community by race, color, religion, you name it. We have we have to find common grounds, yeah. and and find honesty too. You know, I mean, I I was in Florida a little bit ago, and I love.
0: Thanks for my, being honest about that. Yeah, I love them, <laughs> I love some of
1: my Republican, very hardcore Republican friends, and I can listen to them and respect what they say and and disagree yeah. with intelligence, you know, and or at least what I consider a, a, a my opinion, you know. I don't know yeah. if they consider intelligent, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, we can, you can disagree, and it, and it's common grounds in everybody. We need to look into the divisive divisiveness of the. Issue and cross some breaches. Do some intrinsic world Like it's almost like a dealing with trauma when you start going deep into your past and start looking into your biases. You know, and you're gonna be okay. Your family is gonna be okay. Our community need to be okay, and that all that have to interconnect. Yeah. So um, the divisiveness is one of the hurdles. Uh, I think is absolutely hope. This Bali is amazing. I hang out with friends from. All different colors and religions and his honest love and integrity, you know. Uh, I talk to Seth and have lunch and I always learn. I ask him very punctual business questions. He, he can say, no, man, I'm busy because I bet he is. He's he <laughs> running a, a national level organization, you know. And, and he you know, we sit down and collaborate. That's awesome. We're not competing and we're in the same spot. That is awesome. People yeah. feel like, I right, I need to be the best one. no. The best on what? The best on what? The problem is not going to disappear. You know, I was I was listening to somebody <laughs> talking the other day about certain things you win and certain things and they they perpetual game and that's it's a book about it. I, I'll, I'll dig into it and say yeah. it to you, the perpetual competition. You don't win marriage.
0: You know, <laughs> you don't. You, know? you can, you can lose. Oh, sorry. You,
1: you definitely <laughs> lose. Yeah. You can tie or lose if you're a man. Yeah. You, can, you never win. You never win. <laughs>
0: I like that. I appreciate that. I um, know. <laughs> yeah, is that really where I'm leaving the puck? No. <laughs> no, we're scared now. We're scared now. No. <laughs> There is so many different places that we can go from this, but I really appreciate you reaching out and having the conversation. You know, I think about, and I'm digressing a little bit to my kids. I think about when my kids moved from elementary to middle, like we're talking about. But I saw one do it with a solid group of friends around her and absolutely succeed. And I saw one do it who didn't have a lot of close friends at that moment and have a really, really hard time. And I think that little lesson, what I saw there in my own household, translates to almost every industry and every part of this valley, if you have those people around you that you can lean on and get some support from, then uh, it makes that much of a difference in this community.
2: I, 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 I was listening to a podcast just yesterday that said podcasts. Yeah, exactly. It, it was, it may have been this one. I don't know, but it was, I, I, the, the sense of community adds significantly to a positive life at the end. Literally, like if you have a community, it's a larger add to your value of life. So having a good life, not health issues at the end of life, it's like eight and a half years. If you go to the gym, it's one and a half. Like it's not just going to the gym and being physically healthy. It really is how are you doing it. So at one of the largest, like badminton, as as a sport, is like seven and a half years. Swimming's three. But it's because of the community associated with badminton that really adds to it. So if you boil this all back, like it's unbelievable, and this has just hit me and no, it's awesome. Out to yeah. it didn't, but that's what it is, and our community—it it's an even bigger challenge here because it's one community. Yeah, you know we have from the as stratified of income brackets as you can imagine anywhere in the world exist here. And we all go to the same post office, and we all wait in that line, and we all go to the same grocery store, and we all wait in that line. There's not the one down the street that is where upper income and high income and 1% of income go, and there's not the one down the street that is at the other end of the spectrum. Yep.
0: This valley's always had a history of coming together when it needs. What uh, these gentlemen, I believe, are asking is for all of us to come together with a sense of belonging. It takes everyone uh, in this community for something like that to happen. So uh, check out some of the links below. I'm going to put links to My Future Pathways and SOS. There's ways you can get involved there, but also just any other nonprofits, any other groups. But uh, it's taking off the blinders and reaching out and doing all the things that we've talked about. Hey, thank you. For your, for your time and for your expertise and your passion and, and your hope and your fight and all the things that are inside of you that help this community. Both of you. I really appreciate that. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at ValleyPartnership.com.